From Sacramento, the Bishop's Radio Hour with Bob Dunning, focusing on today's issues in the context of gospel values. Now, here's Bob Dunning on Relevant Radio. That's me. Welcome to you on this beautiful day the Lord has made. Appreciate you all being with us on the Bishop's Radio Hour. And we're pleased and honored to have Bishop Jaime Soto join us in person. Well, it's good uh, good to be here, Bob. And uh, how's the family doing? Family is doing great. Uh, three kids in college. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> stretch, stretching the budget. You know, we're eating more... more <laughs> more, more rice and oh, pasta. <laughs> oh, is that right? Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's uh, you know that's what you bargain for. Yeah, you yeah. know, and uh, uh, it's 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 a it's it's a different it's different to have to have uh, not quite an empty house. We still have a, a teenager from in high school, uh-huh. but three of them all at once uh-huh. turned that age, and and one was community college, and and one. Had lived at home the first year of college, and then got yeah. an apartment, wow. and then another one's at UC Santa Cruz. I, yeah. I told her she had to go to a, a school named after a Catholic saint, so she picked Santa Cruz. Yeah, okay, so. <laughs> all right. Well, okay, that's close. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a there's a beautiful Catholic church on right on the wall oh. uh, in Santa Cruz, in the city of Santa Cruz, mm. and it's. Uh, a great place to, and they're uh, pretty active. Uh, Newman. Uh, oh, good. Oh, good. Well. And good. Ones at UC Davis with a very active Newman yeah, yeah. center. In fact, uh, one of them just signed up to go to the corn maze in Dixon with the Newman. Oh, group. really? Oh, uh, okay. All right. Wow. Sometime this week. So, um, it's great. It's it's uh, it's it's what you want for yeah, your kids. That's right. You well, good. So, good. Yeah. Good. Well, all, I'm glad to hear that. Glad all to hear good that. stuff. So. Uh, so much happening! My goodness. Uh, well, it's, it's the it's the month it's the month of October. Yes, it's uh, a very busy month. Yeah, month of October is always busy, and of course, it's pro life month. Yes, uh, that's uh, right. Respect uh, life uh, month. Uh, res- yeah. I'm sorry, respect life month, and and uh, so much going on, and uh, uh, so the Sacramento Life Centers have uh, all year long has been having their fiftieth right, anniversary, right? Their big dinner coming up on the fifth of November. You know, it's uh, it's uh, um, it's uh, obviously. Um, uh, the it uh, it's interesting that uh, the Sacramento Life Center is uh, is um, celebrating their their anniversary uh, in this uh, the significant anniversary yeah. in this year when you know Roe v Wade was was right. overturned right. and uh, and knowing that uh, that the the inspiration or the motivation for the uh, Sacramento Life Center was precisely because of the Supreme Court's decision. Exactly. And that a, a group of very uh, dedicated Catholics, uh, clergy and, and laity, right. got together and says, we have to do something. And and out of that came the, the Sacramento Life Center. And some of those people are still active. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, the, in the Sacramento Life Center. Yeah. And as Life Center has just expanded, I mean, they're now giving college scholarships to help yeah. women. It's just It's just mind-boggling how much great work they've done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it is. Uh, so I again uh, encourage everyone to uh, join us at the uh, sec- the dinner for the Sacramento Life Center. Right. And you have you have the details on that. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, November the fifth at the Hyatt downtown. And uh, yeah, we've been. Uh, go to uh, uh, saclife.org dot uh, org to to sign up. And uh, they have a great silent auction and uh, yeah. a great some other. Great I think auction. it's important. Um, you know, obviously. Uh, you know, we've we've also uh, have given a lot of time and attention to um, opposing Proposition One, right? You know, which uh, that you know comes out of a, a certain uh, a stubborn anger on 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 the part of California leadership, political right. leadership, and and that um, refuses to imagine. Um, California uh, without abortion, right? And and that that's a that's a sad commentary, right? And uh, it's just uh, the uh, a lack of a lack of imagination, yeah. And 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 a, and a kind of a determined uh, um, uh, um, you know negativity negativity yeah. that uh, a determined anger that um, that just refuses to. Uh, Recognize the realities of, of, um, of, you know the the gift of human life, mm-hmm. and also you know the uh, what uh, what the practice uh, of abortion does does for yeah, women, right. and uh, uh, but in any case, uh, that this uh, California's uh, has 
uh, has been uh, sadly uh, kind of on the on the forefront of, right. of many things with regards to the abortion industry, right. and um, uh, and and that that uh, that's going to be a reality that we live with for uh, for a while. But Proposition One, as uh, as as I think many people are coming to see. Um, uh, really pushes that to a, a new level, yeah, and, an extreme uh, level, an extreme yeah, level. Yeah, it's yeah. a highly ideological level that right. that uh, um, that uh, eliminates any sense of of uh, you know. It, and uh, there's a lot of language that's out there about uh, autonomy, you know, mm-hmm. and and, uh, and so it it creates this um, um, this sense of autonomy that actually isolates us more that's and right. that and. And 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 refuses to acknowledge, um, you know, one the 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 innate social relationship that develops uh, between uh, you know a woman and a child, right. and 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 that because of that social relationship that that also involves uh, all of us, right. and and that we we all have something at stake in terms of caring for. Um, women, children, and families, and and um, uh, but to, um, uh, you know, the 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 sense of uh, autonomy that is uh, kind of a a, a a mental construct um, just it kind of de- denies the 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 reality of of how how connected we are, right. you know, and and uh, how connected we are to creation. You know, to right. the. Um, I mean, it's a. Uh, 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 you know, who, who of us can really be autonomous? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, it's almost as if it the the state, the people pushing this are 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 trying to deliver a knockout blow or something to to mm-hmm. the pro life movement. Like we've already we already in California have among, if not the most liberal abortion. Right. Uh, laws in the, in the country but then it's like we're gonna we're gonna enshrine it mm-hmm. if if you will in the constitution mm-hmm. which makes it a lot more difficult to ever undo than mm-hmm. s- simply through the yeah it will make it impossible to undo exactly it. yeah and so um and so that's why i think it's important to you know for um i mean we the, uh, ours is not to vote no on proposition one is not an extreme position uh, not at all. it's um it's it's a i think it's a um it's common sense, a reasonable position, and um, it it will um, continue the the debate and the discourse uh, here in California right. on you know on on issues like viability right. and uh, and you know and and, and um, the uh, uh, the rights of the woman versus the rights right. of 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 the, of the child and but those are all very. Uh, uh, Important discussions to have, right? And they're fluid, and, and they're and they're fluid, and, yeah. and 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 for us, you know, on the, on who who believe uh, that life begins at conception, that you know, we we also, by and large, have science and technology uh, pretty much on, on our, our side, side yeah. on our side, and uh, and and so. Uh, and I think to that extent, that that's why Proposition One. There's such a, a rush to kind of push that through, right? Because then, you know. Um, because then it, it will basically uh, give the state license to ignore uh, science, right? Well, and, and you know it's interesting if you go back to to Roe v. Wade when we're dealing with almost fifty years on Roe v. Wade, that the the science and technology was nowhere near as advanced in terms of fetal development and when the heartbeat starts right. and all that yeah. back then as it is now, and you've seen. Occasionally, some some Supreme Court rulings, including the most recent one, that recognizes that that mm-hmm. viability is is going going our way, if you will. Even right. though I mean, viability is not our standard. Right. But, uh, obviously, conception is yeah. our standard. But but even those who believe that viability, right. it's it's going backwards. Right. In the right, right. way. Yeah. I think that. Uh, but that's also why. Um, you know the work of the Sacramento Life Center um, and other endeavors. You know, like uh, uh, you know the Bishop Gallegos Maternity Home, right. uh, the Mother Teresa Maternity Home up in Placerville, uh, the Gabriel Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that all of those and 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 
and that's why I, particularly during the month of October, Respect Life Month, to um, to to give our attention to and uh, um, the 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 works of mercy, um, which are a um, which are a very uh, positive alternative right. for for women and for children, and um, and also uh, I think. You know, our, is our answer to uh, you know a political leadership that lacks imagination? Right. You know that here, here I think uh, again the 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 ingenuity, the creativity, and the perseverance, the persistence. Uh, you know, of the Sacramento Life Center over 50 years, and and as well as you know the other institutions like. Um, the you know like the the Bishop guy he goes maternity home and and you know and 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 also I mean again you know what uh, just the, the 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 daily commitment and persistence of people in the the St Vincent de Paul Society right I was going to say St Vincent de Paul's Sacramento uh, the, the the Sacramento Food Bank oh uh, yeah all, all of it, uh, yeah. it it all gathers together to help people right yeah. and and so uh, again I that um, um, during this month of October, I just would encourage people to uh, to support those good works. One of them that is, you know, that my brother uh, bishops and I are encouraging is um, uh, this Options United uh, right. program, which is um, um, is looking for a way to uh, create a um, a viable network mm-hmm. of. Um, of all the you know of of all the Catholic and and religious organizations that are supporting life and and to create uh you know and and to create a network that you know some uh, a woman anywhere in the state of California can call this number and one stop shopping yeah and be able yeah. to find what they need and uh, uh, it's in many cases it's uh you know what we're doing here locally is the Gabriel Project. Uh, it tries to scale that mm-hmm. at a statewide level and to bring the resources and the technology necessary to make that uh, net, make that network uh, that right. safety net um, effective. Yeah, it's it's one of the best ideas I've heard in a long time. I just yeah. think it's great where somebody who's not connected to anything doesn't have to kind of navigate anything. You've got you know one phone number, one website, one you know, right. and and it's all. And it's sort of all inclusive, you know. It's it's interesting. I was having a, a a friendly debate, I guess, about life centers in general, uh, with somebody who, based on uh, one U.S. senator, who had said they okay. should all be closed. Yeah, yeah. And I said, tell me what's wrong with the Sacramento Life Center giving a woman with a baby two years worth of free diapers. T- tell me what's wrong with that. Yeah, <laughs> what, yeah. What's negative about that? Yeah. You know, it, it was like, it was almost comical. Yeah. You know, or what's wrong with giving them a year's worth of formula? Right. You know, or giving them an ultrasound. Yeah. Or giving them a, a, a you know, a STD test yeah. or on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's no there's no answer to that. Yeah. But with Prop One, I, I'm encouraged. I'm not encouraged by the polls, but I am encouraged that there's a pretty broad coalition. Um, right. Uh, and if if people really would listen to some of their own pro-choice people, saying this is this is a step too far. Yeah. And if you if you add up all the groups that well they don't believe in late-term abortion, they don't believe in the numbers are on our side. But yeah. I'm afraid uh, so many people. Oh, it's an it's an abortion thing. I've got to be pro or anti. There, nobody's. Yeah. I don't say nobody, but I'm afraid aren't enough of them doing. I know the, the no car, nobody. The people are, are not looking uh, deep enough. Deep enough, and yeah. just and you know it's not it's not a complicated initiative, no. but to look for and to look at it to see that uh, and 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 it's unfortunate that uh, you know many of, of the of the of the media. Um, have not done due diligence. Exactly. Have not really done due diligence right. on, on, on this measure, and uh, are reluctant to to challenge, you know, um, you know the the political and industrial leadership. Yep. Uh, on, and and so you know again, it's it's um, 
it's it's um, if if uh, we're following the the governor's uh, language that if if it's becoming a California's becoming a sanctuary, it's becoming a sanctuary for an industry. For an industry. For an industry, yeah. and that, and that's a it's a sad. Uh, um, Sad commentary on, and it's telling on a too lack that, of, of imagination. Right, it's telling to me that um, this one wasn't put on the ballot by the people, yeah. collecting signatures in front of grocery stores. That this was put on the ballot by the legislature. Yeah. So, so I don't think you'd have gotten enough signatures on petitions to get it on the ballot. <laughs> well, you know, it's um, in any case that's what we're dealing with, and uh, so it's important. I and again, I would encourage people to vote no on Prop One, and um, and and encourage others to vote no. That's uh, right. it's uh, and it, I think the the as the the elevator speech is, you know, it's um, it's not necessary. It's too far and yep. it's too expensive. Exactly, exactly, and we're not doing anywhere near enough on the flip side to encourage people who want to go to term who That's want right. to have a baby That's you know right. we're still kind of leaving them out there on their own and letting the sacramento life center and the gabriel project deal right. with them instead right. of uh, using state money as well yeah so when october's over immediately we have <laughs> all saints day and yeah. all souls day yeah and those are uh, um big days uh, uh big days for us and I, I just would again encourage people to um, we get caught up in the busyness of of, of things, and and those are are um, beautiful markers for us, yeah. uh, and in uh, in that uh, of All Souls Day and and All Saints Day and All Souls Day, and and, uh, and I um, would encourage people to um, kind of mark those mm-hmm. uh, times on their calendar, and um, and. You know, besides obviously, besides going to mass those right. days, um, uh, All Saints Day is 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 a day of obligation. Right. You know, and uh, All Souls Day is not is not obligatory, but it's. Uh, I mean, I, I how should I say? Uh, my father expects me to be there. Yeah, <laughs> mine too. That's right. <laughs> my father and my mother both expect me. Yes. Both expect to see me in church. Right. So, uh, right. Um, you know, or at the cemetery. Right and uh, uh, so I would. Uh, it, it's a. I, I think it's a. It's a, there. Uh, as we get into the fall season, and uh, that there's there is a certain mood about fall that uh, makes us uh, uh, or uh, moves us to uh, reminisce and yeah. and to remember right. remember those who right. uh, who've gone before us and right. um, uh, and that. Uh, and All Saints Day, we, we, uh, you know, we remember the uh, the, the very prominent, you know, holy men and women who right. uh, uh, <clears throat> today is what we're we're recording this program is uh, the the feast of the 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 American martyrs, American Jesuit right. martyrs, right. Um, for which Jesuit High School is named, right, right, know, and so, um, and. Um, and you know we've just recently celebrated the feast of uh, Saint Teresa of Avila. Yesterday mm-hmm. was Saint Luke's, and right. and uh, but this is All Saints Day is the, the day that we we celebrate um, all of them together, of them. the great communion of saints, and that we also celebrate and give thanks that we are part of that communion of saints. Yeah, you indeed. Know? And All Souls Day uh, is the, how should I say those um, uh, uh, those those. Uh, those saints in our own lives, mm-hmm. uh, that who who uh, uh, are uh, you know responsible for the faith that we for the faith that we have today, mm-hmm. uh, or that have been have just uh, have been uh, companions and or important um, uh, people in our lives right. that are, that I think it's that All Souls Day is a, a chance for us to. Um, to remember them as well, and right. to uh, to realize that our uh, that our lives um, involves in, in, in uh, that our history is wrapped up in the, in in theirs. Yeah, indeed. And, and speaking of life issues, Laudato Si oh. has. <laughs> you know, I don't know why. I don't know that controversial is quite the right word, but there, you know, there's some reaction yeah. to it, you know, out there because it, it deals so much with the environment. Well, I, and, I, I think that uh, you know, 
I, I think many of us, you know, is uh, and particularly here in the diocese of Sacramento, that in, um, that every uh, sadly every year we have a fire season that that puts uh, puts us yep. uh, all on edge, yep. and uh, and and we're, you know, we're making, uh, you know, I'm making phone calls, uh, find out is the church okay, mm-hmm. and Father, are you all right, and right. how are the prisoners, and and um, and. Um, and having, you know, and, and I think we all kind of make those phone calls. Or, yep. Is everybody all right? Did everybody get out? Mm-hmm. And, and I, and, and that that's, um, you know, that, and I, I was, remember speaking with, um, you know, uh, um, remember the faithful lives up in happy camp and, right. uh, um, um, and that, that, that the, the happy camp was hit last year with a fire, um, and, um, and destroyed the church, the yeah, little mission. Yeah, church. Yeah, the little yeah. mission church up there. And and uh, you went up there, and it meant so much to those. Yeah, people. You couldn't uh, get into Happy Camp. No, no, we went. To, I went to Fort Jones. Fort Jones. Yeah, yeah. Fort Jones. So, um, but I and again, I but I saw. I think that, um, and you know, uh, when it, always flying back into when I fly into Sacramento from uh, someplace else and. And uh, come in during the day, and you see, you know, just all the the, the agriculture right. and and, uh, and the the beauty of, right. of this part of the state uh, that are that I, I uh, here in the diocese of Sacramento, we we do have a closer connection with yeah, with God's creation, absolutely. and and that uh, we we're reminded of that. We're reminded of uh, not only um, of the beauty of God's creation, but that uh, how um, how connected we are yeah. to that, and uh, some of the tragedies we've dealt with uh, make that more poignant. And and and, uh, um, but also, um, you know how how fortunate we are too of of yeah. to have just to live in a beautiful part of, of of God's world that He's given us. And and I and I think that uh, um, uh, that the the beauty of Ladalto Sea is that. Laudato Si gives us gives us as Catholics the language that we can use to speak about you know how, how are we the um, co-creators mm-hmm. in, in this and also and how we how we uh, are the stewards of God's creation right. and and uh, and and you know particularly with some of the issues that you and I have just been speaking about Bob I mean that we are uh, uh, that. We we share in God's creation in a very particular way in, in the creation of human life, right. and um, and that 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 stewardship of of, of creation uh, it, uh, is very personal, right. you know, and and that um, but that also you know connects us that that's why um, um, connects us with uh, the rest of, mm-hmm. of creation, and, and we have a. Uh, I, I, my own sense. I, what I like about um, Laudato Si is I, th- I think Pope Francis has um, has um, given the opportunity for the pro life movement to um, to re represent itself mm-hmm. to the world and particularly to a younger generation of that. Um, to be pro life is also to be you know is is to be procreation exactly you know starting with the gift of human life and and how we care for right. uh our common home uh, the earth and and i so i i, I think that there's and and uh i i would encourage catholics uh uh that you know to to read let out to see and to speak about uh, the the issues of how we care for God's creation, uh, and not allowing ourselves to get co opted by some of the uh, um, you know the, the political jargon mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. but because we can speak of this from our own tradition, right? And right. one of the things that we did, oh, uh, one of the things that I encouraged last spring, and uh, we did, I, I I missed the opportunity to do it in the fall, but I I next year I I want to try to encourage that is that. We have the old um, uh, Catholic traditions of the Rogation days mm-hmm. and the Ember days um, that were uh, opportunities when we, uh, when particularly agricultural uh, and rural communities, um, 
for the rogation days, um, prayed, uh, gave thanks to God for 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 creation, for the earth, and and the, and uh, uh, and and prayed uh, for you know at, at the time of, of planting. Mm-hmm. And uh, and those were days of, of of prayer and fasting and and asking God's blessings on the fields, um, and then the ember days always falls right around uh, the harvest time. Right. right again, an opportunity to stop, give thanks to God for for the the gifts of creation, and uh, and to pray for a good harvest and to pray for uh, again pray for that God will make uh, you know the uh, the. It was the fruit of the earth and the work mm-hmm. of human hands that it would, uh, it would that will bless it, and uh, and I so I uh, I'm I'm hoping that we can um, and try to revive the practice of those the the rogation days in the springtime and the ember days ember days in in the fall, and to use that <coughs> as opportunities for us to again remind ourselves that uh, that we are. We are part of God's creation, and and that and that God in His great mercy and wisdom also allows us to be the stewards of His creation. Yeah, and you talk about the work of human hands in the valley. Uh, the oils of chrism are raised in Yolo County. The, uh, That's right. You know, the the we have uh, abundant wineries and grape growing in in, right. in the yeah. valley. We have uh, lots of wheat and rye and every for mm-hmm. for bread. You know, yeah. it's it's. Uh, it can all be made right here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and even the candles, you know, even we, the candles. Yeah, yeah get, we get that from the bees. And from the so bees, it, and we got we've got probably more bees per capita than any because of all the <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah. beekeepers and the the pollination. I remember meeting with uh, gosh, I think it's probably Willows um, uh-huh. and um, Hispanic family where. Um, the one the couple of brothers the one brother is an almond farmer uh-huh. and the other brother is a beekeeper oh well, that, that's, that's <laughs> and they kept that's it in the family <laughs> they kept it in the family so who, who knew that beekeeping would be such a big industry for pollination you oh, know it's, it's just it's, and especially with vital almonds. very vital yeah, yeah. It's just just vital and uh, it's it's always it was i've always told my kids the one class in college i remember was i took beekeeping Really, I was a political science major, but there was, you know, there's enough wiggle room, and I took beekeeping. We had our own hive, and we learned all about the bees and the little dance they do to tell the other bees where the where the source of food is. Uh-huh. Just fascinating, absolutely fascinating. Um, they all get along, the bees. Well, <laughs> yeah. more or less, more, more or less. less. <laughs> yeah. We could actually see when a bee that wasn't part of the nest would come. Part of the hive, and they they had what they called the guard bees. Oh, and they would they would chase it away. And oh, okay. Then, and the other bees are landing. Okay, well that's you know that's uh, that's a little bit more about bees than than <laughs> than, than I I probably you know that that uh, I know about. I mean that's really something. Bob, yeah, it's, so it's quite uh, quite fun. Quite do you quite do you share this knowledge with your children? I do. I, I do. In fact, <laughs> we went to one of my old professors was giving uh, a, a community lecture. Oh, and, really? And. Uh, He's famous for planting the queen bee on his chin and then having a beard of bees. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. He's, he's been on national TV with the bee beard. And, oh, yeah. Okay. No, that's, that's yeah. yeah that's, and uh, uh, we went and listened to that. That's him. a little bit more about bees than I think I need yeah, to know. Anything, <laughs> that's right. You, you can look him up. <laughs> uh, well, Bishop, it is, it is always good to see you. And, uh, well, thanks, Bob, for the opportunity to, to speak with you and, and, and your audience. And uh, um, as, we, as we go into this, uh, as we approach All Saints Day and All Souls Day and— uh, um, let's uh, that the communion of saints is is not just a matter of those who are are, are in heaven or those who have gone ahead of us, but those days just remind us that we are all part of that great communion. And so, and radio uh, allows us to be able to connect with one another in a beautiful way. So really again, uh, let's remember to pray for one another, and uh, and to pray that we can uh, in uh, in good times and in bad that we can. Um, Always, as St. Paul said to Timothy, that we can uh, persevere in in doing the good work and in preaching the good word in good times and in bad and, and, and be those witnesses of God's wisdom and mercy for others. Very good. Thanks so much, Bishop.
Uh, that's, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more on the Bishop's Hour right after this. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the St. Vincent de Paul Society. Drop by and shop at their thrift store, a beautiful, beautiful thrift store at 2275 Watt Avenue. Open Mondays through Saturdays from 10 to 8 and Sundays from 11 to 6. They also accept donations at the store, donations of furniture, appliances, clothing, books, everyday household items. Your donations help to fund the many projects of the St. Vincent de Paul Society throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. Do such wonderful, wonderful work, and the thrift store is uh, one of the the ways they uh, raise the funds to help people throughout the diocese, and also uh, many of their clients are able to access the uh, thrift store for uh, items that they need. You can uh, give them a call. They will come pick it up as well, but you can uh, give them a call. They're at 916-972-1212. And remember, again, the thrift store is open uh, seven days a week at 2275 Watt Avenue right here in Sacramento. Well, Bishop Soto refers to Christ the King Retreat Center as the jewel of the diocese, and indeed it is. What a beautiful oasis it is. It's located in Citrus Heights, uh, right in the hustle and bustle of the city, and you feel like you're getting away from it all when you uh, turn off the main road and just uh, uh, come into Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center. Christ the King has served Northern California and the Diocese of Sacramento for over 60 years through parish weekend retreats, individual spiritual direction, and a variety of other programs. For information on all the programs that they offer, including residential programs, give them a call. They're at 916-725-4720, or you can visit them at 6520 Van Maren Lane in Citrusites. And we certainly thank uh, the St. Vincent de Paul Society and Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center for their fine and long-standing support of the Bishop's Hour. This is Deacon Kevin Stasco, the Director of the Office of Youth and Young Adult Ministry and Family and Faith Formation, and you're listening to the Bishop's Hour with Bob Dunning. That's me. Thanks, thanks, Kevin, for that, uh, Deacon Kevin, for that uh, wonderful uh, introduction. Greatly, greatly uh, appreciated. And uh, uh, you are listening to the Bishop's Hour, yes, and we're pleased to welcome in uh, Debbie Woods Woodsford. Debbie, are you with us uh, by phone? I am. Hello, Bob. How are you? I'm doing very good. Good good to hear your voice, and I understand uh, you have brought somebody with you. Yes, I also have Carla Barbosa, our enrollment director, with us this, uh, this afternoon. Very good, and we're talking about... Cristo Ray, the great uh, the great high school here in uh, in Sacramento, and you know I, I still call it your new headquarters. But it's how long have you been in your in your new uh, fabulous headquarters? <laughs> uh, they are fabulous headquarters. Uh, we have actually been here almost seven years. We moved to this location in April of 2015. Wow! Wow! Such a such a great. And how long has the school been here? So the school uh, started in 2006 over in our Fruit Ridge Manor area at the um, former site of St. Peter's uh, Church and School. Right. I, uh, in in uh, full disclosure, in the very early going, um, my wife Shelley was uh, involved with uh, um, Crystal Ray High School, and uh, I remember going to the very first graduation and it was held at uh, St. Ignatius and uh, some of the founders came out from Chicago mm-hmm. and uh, I believe Bishop Wiegand was still the bishop and uh, celebrated mass and it's the first time I've been to a graduation that didn't involve one of my own kids that where I cried uh, it well, was I, so I'd beautiful like to hear that yeah, it was. Yeah, and I do remember Shelley. I worked with Shelley when she was at the school back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and she just she still she still still talks about that experience and the just how how meaningful all this is to all those kids, you know. And and uh, it's just it's it's one of those. I, I remember talking to the founder um, just on the phone before he came out for that and. He said, you know, a bunch of us sat down in Chicago and we had no we knew we had to do something, but we had no idea if this if this model would work. You know, it was like they were just tossing ideas around a big table, you know, trying to figure out what can we do 
And, and this model has just soared and taken off. Yes, it has. We are now um, 38, school strong, 38 schools strong across the network. Um, so, yes, the model has taken off, and it's still growing. Are all of them high schools? They are all high schools, okay. yes. Is there any thought of doing it in, in uh, something similar in, in lower grades? So Obviously, the work-study would get very hard. Uh, right. Yeah, it, you can't, it, it's hard as it is as a high school mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, we are sending 14- and 15-year-olds yep, out right. to work. So we have to have, you know, um, special um, approval from the Department of Labor to be able to send 14- and 15-year-olds right. out. So elementary school kids, be yeah. Too, it'd it be too hard, yeah. I, I remember when when I was fourteen or fifteen, it it didn't matter. You just got a job somewhere and you went to work. You don't right. nobody nobody cared. And now it's like uh, having uh, uh, four teenagers. I I know you know one of them, one of them seventeen and gets a job, and the fourteen year old's boy sees sees that they're actually making money and goes, "I'd like to get a job," and they and they can't. Right. Right. Yep. So. It's challenging. So uh, talk about talk about uh, your role there. So my role is uh, director of the work study program. Mm-hmm. So it is my responsibility to be able to put all of our students out to work uh, across the Sacramento region. So currently we have about uh, eighty partners that accept students into their workplaces. Uh, we have law firms. Schools, some government offices, um, healthcare is our largest uh, employer hmm. of our students, and um, we send students out to work uh, all five days of the week. Each day, a different grade level uh, heads out to work, and we transport them to and from their jobs. And then, while they are in their jobs, it is the supervisor's responsibility to show them, you know, what real work is like. Uh, so that they're prepared when they graduate from Crystal Ray, move on to college, and start their own careers. So uh, maybe we should explain this model to people that are unfamiliar. I think I'm assuming too many th- too many things here, but this is a a program where the the students will work one day a week to help pay their tuition. So yeah, actually, the students work five days a month. Right. And the reason that it's five days a month is because every week we have one rotating day because, of mm-hmm. course, we only have four grade levels, so we can only cover, um, you know, four days. And so each Friday a different grade level will go out to work. So that's why it's five days a month that our students work. So in one, in one week you'll, you'll work, one week a month you'll work two days. That's correct. Right. That's correct. Right. And, yeah. it's, it's an, and it's all day, is that correct? It is all day, mostly all day. So by the time that we transport them from the school to their work sites, uh, they arrive anywhere between 8.30 and 9 a.m. Right. And then our vans come back and pick them up at the end of the day, anywhere between about 3 and 4.15. Yeah, and so they, they're coming to the school and they're leaving for home from the school, but they're not going to class at the school on those days. That's correct. So, and it's not that they're missing classes on that work right. day. The way that our model is is that uh, it accommodates for that work day. So they, they do not have any academic classes that happen on their work day, so they're not missing any academics at all. You know, I remember in those early days at St. Peter's um, going, going one day to actually pick Shelly up <laughs> after work, and... It was it was after daylight savings time was gone. It was like probably middle of November, and so it got dark right around five o'clock, and it pulled into the little parking lot there, and there was a, kind of a big lawn area off to the side, and I noticed there were about ten or fifteen cars sort of surrounding the lawn, all with their their headlights on, mm-hmm. and I thought, are they looking for something, or you know, is there a, a, a lost dog or something and the football team was out practicing and they didn't have lights mm-hmm. and yep. all the parents showed up that could yep. and turned on their headlights 
It was yep. just, it was, it just, it gave me a, a real sense of, of community uh, mm-hmm. at that school. Yes, and, and we are still that, even though we are on this new campus and we have a fabulous soccer field now. Yes. Um, we are still that community um, where we all pitch in when we need to. Fabulous soccer field and pretty fabulous soccer teams. Very fabulous. Yes. Soccer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that isn't isn't that something? Do you do you have a full sports schedule, or do you have to kind of limit it? So we do have limited sports. So we have boys and girls soccer, mm-hmm. and we have boys and girls volleyball. And I think we are introducing uh, golf this year, and we also have boys and girls basketball. Oh, very good. So tell us, you know, what what's behind this model specifically and, and who makes up the student body? Where do they come from and why are they there? Uh, so our student body, we only accept students that come from low-income families. Mm-hmm. So uh, people that are living either at or below the poverty level. Um, and the way that we are able to provide a private Catholic college prep education to them is with the support of the work-study program. So uh, our work-study partners pay a fee to have students come to their work sites for 10 months of the year, and that offsets close to 60% of wow. the full tuition that they would have. Now, we do require that all families still have to pay a portion of tuition. Mm-hmm. Um some pay more, some pay less. It's based on their financial status, um, which we have to review each year to make sure that we give each family the right accommodations. So, But every family has to, so to say, have skin in the game with their child this year at Crystal Ray. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, the demographics are pretty obvious. Uh, the, the lower the income the more likely the kids are going to going to you know not go on to college. I mean, mm-hmm. it's 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 almost a direct line in 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 most cities, and you you guys have have broken the code. We have uh, the last uh, I'm going to say three to five years. Um, our percentage of students that go on to college is right around 97 to 98 percent that wow. go on to college. That's 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 that that is up there with uh, the most elite of prep schools anywhere in the country. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. pretty proud of it. Yeah. Tell tell us a, a little bit about Carla and and her role. And uh, um, Carla, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, well, I'm Carla, and director of enrollment, also known as director of admissions. And my focus is actually going out to the community and to the parishes and schools and find these amazing kids that want to come to Crystal Ray. And what do you do? You speak like at mass, or do you go to the, uh, elementary schools and uh, talk to the assemblies? How do you do that? We do a little bit of everything. Uh, my favorite, obviously, pulpit announcements, going to the different parishes in the community. Um, and doing announcement after Mass, we do parish festivals. So all the parish festivals that were happening this last couple of months, uh, we put a table of information, we talk to the families and to the kids. I also go into the classroom of the Catholic schools here in the area and talk to the 7th and 8th graders. Um, and then I also do a lot of outreach for public schools and charter schools in the community that let me go in. Since we are Catholic, um, a lot of them are a little bit more hesitant, um, but then we have amazing counselors that we connect, and they want to help their students go into a school like ours. So then we make that connection. Um, and then we do radio shows, radio commercials, uh, a lot of Instagram, Facebook, and honestly, word of mouth. You know, I've been here for almost 10 years, and the families know me, and they know what we can offer them. So if they say, you know, go talk to Carla. She'll help you. Um, so it's a lot of word of mouth, and just because, they know that because um, we are community and we want to help those students that they can come and they can trust us that we will help them throughout the whole process. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting when you talk about uh, public schools and, and, you know, maybe some of them let you in, some of them maybe are a little bit skittish or they're afraid they're going to get in trouble or something. But uh, I can see if it ever went to court, a judge saying, hey, uh, these people are trying to help these kids, you know, yep. and all, their, all, all the counselor... 
certainly a, a counselor at a public high school, if if they were talking to a kid about where they might want to go to college, it would be completely fair game to include private schools like Stanford or Notre Dame or 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 uh, public schools like like Berkeley or Sacramento State or UC Davis. Um, it would be fair game to talk about all those, but to, because you want to, whether it's at a public school or private school, and so I, I, it seems to me it would make perfect sense that a counselor in a high school, even a public high school, would help present all the options uh, to a to a kid um, where they might want to go to high school. Yes, and actually something really interesting is that most of our students come from public education. Mm -hmm. Only about 15% are coming from other Catholic schools. Um, about 37% are coming from charter, and then the rest are coming from public schools. Wow. Very good. Very good. And where, where do uh, – is there a predominance college or university that they go to? Um, UC Davis is a big one. Sac State, uh, we have quite a few students going to Berkeley, UCLA. Um, so it just really depends, but we have a really good percentage of UCLA, um, UC Davis, and Sac State. And I'm sure when the admissions departments at those schools see that this kid is a graduate of Cristo Rey, it kind of moves them up the ladder a little bit, I'll bet. Yes, of course. Not because they have an amazing record of the work that you experience at UC with Ms. Woodsford, but also just being part of the mission, what Cristo Rey offers. Yeah, I've... Uh, had the great pleasure a few times of going, and I don't know if you still have it, the annual crab feed, and and, and, and all the students uh, are serving and everything and getting to meet them and seeing what just what upstanding kids they are. It's, it's pretty amazing. And there's a process. So there is a process for the students that they need to do to be admitted to Chris Duray. So tell us about that. Um, so we first meet with the family. We ask them why they want to come to Christa Ray and what can they get out of our community because we want to make sure that the students that are coming here, they're going to be uh, committed to what we offer and especially the work study program. So they have to submit grades from 7th and 8th grade. They submit attendance record, um, behavior record. They uh, submit three letters of recommendation from their school. They do a placement test and they do an interview mm -hmm. as well as a financial aid um, packet that they have to do to make sure that the families qualify. How many students do you have now? Um, at a currently population, we have about 320 students. And is that going up or down, or is that pretty much capacity? or, or? We would eventually would love to grow to 400, mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, COVID happened, so we kind of had to decrease our numbers a little bit. Um, but we do want to eventually grow to 400, but no more than that because we want to be able to serve the community and the students. And not only are they students, but we need to find them a job as well. So with the jobs, um, I'm sure it's multifaceted. I mean, part, part of it is, is financial, of course, and uh, t teaching them responsibility to, to help pay for their education and all those kinds of things. But in terms of the types of jobs, uh, you want them learning skills and learning what the workplace is like. Explain, explain exactly all the goals of, of the work study. Yeah, so, um, you know, the, the basic premise is we want to have them experience real-world work experiences. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what, what is out there that they can be doing? Give them something different, you know. Um, some of them come from backgrounds that um, they, they may not have that opportunity. So if they perhaps get a job at a law firm, they may start learn how to be a file clerk mm -hmm. and as as they keep their career at the law firm because some stay at law firms for their whole career at Christopher Ray all four years then they advance kind of up the line from you know law clerk to more of an assistant role mm -hmm. um, and and some students have been able to sit in on depositions oh wow and just, yeah and because most of our students are also bilingual they provide those services sure. uh, in some of our businesses. And some students have been able to help, especially in depositions, with that bilingual piece that some of the law firms are missing. Um, for our students who want health care, and, and as I said, that's our largest provider, we have uh, over 80 positions 
where our students are going out into the healthcare care world, mm-hmm. um, many of the positions start off in administrative um, options in, in the hospitals. So, you know, they're, they're learning the backside of what it takes to run a hospital. But then as, our, um, as, as the students get older and our upperclassmen, our seniors and our juniors, they actually have the opportunity to be on the floors with the patients. Wow. And, um, you know, they get to see procedures that are happening. Wow. Um, I just had a student last week come in here and share with me that she was able to watch a live birth while she was on her study oh, um, position, which is awesome. Where else are you going to get that experience as a high school student? Yeah. They don't have anybody performing brain surgery yet, though. No, we haven't gotten there yeah, yet, okay. Bob. <laughs> No, that's the way it's, it's, uh, that's, that's just fabulous. Um, is it, is it, I, I suppose over the years, maybe, uh, and Debbie or Carla, either of you can answer this. Uh, has it gotten easier to convince employers of what, about what this is about as, as kind of the word has spread in the community? So, um, you know, the, I think part of who we are is we are still probably one of the best-kept secrets in mm-hmm. Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are always out there um, looking for more jobs for our students. And when we speak with people in the business world, many of them don't even know that our program exists. Mm-hmm. So it's still a matter of getting the word out there. But once they hear what our program is and who we're serving and what we're doing and our goals, um, it. it they're very impressed with it, and, you know, it makes them take a second look and say, yeah, I want to be a part of this. Very good. So if, if somebody's listening now and thinks, wow, I'm, I, I'm, I might have a, a job at my firm, um, how, how, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, they can just call me here at the school. Uh, I'd be happy to talk to them and let them know what the program is about, provide marketing materials to them so they can see all the aspects of, you know, what, what does job duty look like when you have a student on board? And, um, you know, what does it cost for to have a team of students in, mm-hmm. in my work site? And, you know, some of the things we already talked about, are they missing school on their work days? Just, you know, all those kinds of things I'd be happy to talk to anybody about as we're always looking for more jobs. Very good. Well, Debbie Woodsford, Carla Barbosa, uh, thanks for the great work you're doing, and thanks for uh, taking the time to, to uh Tell us all about it today here on the Bishop's Hour. Bob, thank you for inviting us. Thank, thank you. you. God, God bless you both, and God bless Christo Ray. That's just that's fabulous. Uh, it is such a great program, and uh, I know my, my wife was involved in it in the, in the early going. It, it was one of those helping find find jobs, and uh, um, sometimes it was very difficult, but sometimes it was very gratifying, you know, and and uh, just to to see how uh, how these kids flourish and how they. Virtually all of them go on to college uh, or into the military. A few go into the military, but most most all of them go on to college, and uh, just uh, changing the world one one student at a time. That's going to do it for us for today. Thanks for listening. God bless everyone. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the Mercy Foundation, enriching lives in the Sacramento region through Sisters of Mercy Ministries in healthcare, education, housing, and the care for the poor and elderly. For the Mercy Foundation, philanthropy is one of the most powerful expressions of compassion and love. Just as many people in our community need a hand, countless others are reaching out to them with comfort and hope. You can express your care and concern for the less fortunate with a gift to the Mercy Foundation. Uh, You can give them a call, 916-851-2700. That's 916-851-2700. And you can be confident that fully 100% of your contribution will support the Sisters of Ministry of Mi- Mercy Ministry or Ministries that you choose. And what a wonderful treasure Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts has been for all of us here in the diocese as they uh, uh, transition uh, into uh, uh, new ownership and management. Uh, they continue to offer wonderful workshops, wonderful uh, uh, resources for the Catholic community throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. 
Not only does Easter's provide a wide array of Catholic books, both current releases and longtime classics, but they also sponsor a number of valuable workshops and lectures throughout the year. They're, they're located at 6916 Sunrise Boulevard in Citrus Heights. Give them a call, 916-338-7272. We also receive a generous underwriting support by Crumley & Associates, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services. If you have questions about retirement, Crumley & Associates can help you with their confident retirement approach that can help define a clear roadmap to get you where you want to go. You can uh, contact them, get all the details at Crumley & Associates, 7956 California Avenue in Fair Oaks. They're at 916-638-4600. That's 916-638-4600. And we uh, are, are certainly uh, appreciative of the uh, fine and uh, longstanding support of the Mercy Foundation, of Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts, and of Crumley & Associates. We'd like to thank all the wonderful people and organizations, uh, businesses in town uh, and throughout the Diocese of Sacramento who have provided underwriting for the Bishop's Hour. Uh, some in the last few years, some uh, have been with us for a very long time. If you would like to be an underwriter for the Bishop's Radio Hour, uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to, to support this mission and also to support the diocese and also uh, to get some uh, recognition for uh, your organization or for your business. The easiest way to do this is to uh, give us a shout, send us an email, radio at scd.org, and we can give you all the details about uh, helping to underwrite the Bishop's Radio Hour. Again, that's radio at scd.org. I feel burning deep inside of me. I feel your spirit is moving you here. 